gospel reading is from Luke, the 10th chapter, verses 38 through 42. As Jesus and his disciples went on their way, Jesus entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to him and asked, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Here ends the Gospel reading. Contestants from as far away as Pakistan and Denmark, Argentina and Zimbabwe in the past have convened in a sports arena in New York Mills, Minnesota. They were not there to play Monopoly or arm wrestle or play chess or bridge. They were there to think. This year's great American think-off was held last month in New York Mills, population 972, in the heart of Otter Tail County. Four finalists were chosen from hundreds of contestants across the country, all vying for the right to be called America's greatest thinker. No highfalutin college professors need apply. No ivory tower dwellers allowed. This battle royale calls upon everyday folks to wrestle with the heavyweight questions of life and, if possible, to come to a convincing conclusion. Armchair philosophers each answer the same big question in 750 words or less, written in an essay form and then mailed into Minnesota. The four most thoughtful of the contestants are then selected to debate the issue on national television at the New York Mills Sports Arena. The big question. One year, it was, is the nature of humankind inherently good or inherently evil? Other questions include money or morality. Which does society value more? Does God exist? Which is more dangerous, science or religion? Is the death penalty ethical in a civilized society? And is honesty the best policy? This year's big question was, which should be more important, personal choice or social responsibility? In my opinion, the right answer won. On the surface, it was social responsibility, but when reading the argument, you find that personal choice is important, according to the author, but should never hurt anyone else. To the chagrin of many, it took an uneducated fisherman in 1993 to assure us in an answer to the question, does life have meaning, that indeed it does. But then again, it was biblically fitting for a fisherman to do the job. In fact, the Bible poses many great questions. Sometimes they are also answered. Often the questions are direct. What must we do to inherit eternal life and who is my neighbor? Other times they are implied, like the question raised by today's text. We are challenged by a remark that Jesus, a carpenter from Nazareth of Galilee, 
made to his friend Martha during a visit to her home. During Jesus' visit, Martha is working hard in the kitchen while her sister is conversing with Jesus in the parlor. Martha complains to Jesus, asking him to send her into the kitchen to help. Jesus then says to Martha that Mary has chosen the better part. Is the think-off question, is it better to be a Mary or a Martha? Of course, that's the simple form of the question. If Martha is understood as the type of the active Christian, the Christian at work in the world, and if Mary is seen as a type of the passive Christian, withdrawn from the world in the quest for prayer and contemplation, the question then can move beyond the Mary-Martha dichotomy to a discussion of the relative merits of active service and quiet devotion. The Martha Christian sweat and slave in the kitchen world. The Mary Christians prefer to study, pray, reflect, and make daily journal entries. But on the other hand, maybe this is a a false dilemma. Is it quite possible that Mary did her part in the kitchen? Helped her sister with the preparations prior to Jesus' arrival? Vacuumed the sitting room and swept off the porch, kneaded the bread and stoked the fire? But when the guest arrived, the work she knew must stop, and she chose to sit at the feet of Jesus and engage in conversation, the details of which remain unknown to us. Martha, on the other hand, could not let go. The presentation had to be perfect, and when Mary doesn't share her obsessive, compulsive behavior, Mother Martha, the patron saint of multitasking, convulses in a fit. In other words, it is a question of balance. Mary had it, Martha did not. Do we? We tend to get preoccupied with serving God and forget to take time out to know God better. Unfortunately, Martha, this maven of domestic arts, moved at such a dizzying pace that her focus shifted from her guest to herself. She broke the cardinal rule of hospitality by shoving her guest to the side and becoming the center of attention herself. She even fussed at Jesus as if he, too, was falling short of his assignment. Why wasn't he demanding that Mary get off her knees and help her sister? Jesus says Mary is the model. But Martha is the reality. There's no question we live in a Martha world. The church tells us to beat the pavement for justice and mission. Worship leaders challenge us to serve, to respond to our calling. The church board reminds us to volunteer in the nursery, attend next week's potluck dinner, donate non-perishable canned goods, take our turn advising the middle school youth group. Many are telling us these good works are our ticket to salvation. And we forget that salvation is a gift that can't be earned, but it is given by a gracious and loving God. What's at issue is whether or not it's possible to be a Mary in a Martha world. And yes, it is. For starters, we might stop talking for a second and listen. The activist in each of us prompts us to speak up, to express ourselves, to make our demands. 
God calls us to stop talking. Stop telling God what to do. Stop, sit quietly, and listen to what God is saying. Maybe the words we speak would be wiser if we listened a little more to what God is trying to say to us. Focus on something besides ourselves. Martha, Martha, you frenzied automaton, you are worried and distracted by many things. Focus on someone or something beyond yourself. And even when we are frantically trying to take care of everybody, aren't we sometimes really trying to prove how valuable we are to have around? A person has learned how to be a human being will have no trouble working out how to be a human doing. Amen.